Pure Connect, a place to encounter the Holy Spirit, a place where you can understand how to overcome obstacles through the power of God. This is a place for the spoken word coming right into your heart from the heart of God with Dr. Gresham Sikam. Get my new book, Delete the Offense, on Amazon and on Audible. Chapter 1. Offense, the End-Time Perspective We live by God's amazing grace. His protection, provision, and providence allow the believing heart to rise above and live abundantly in a broken and perverse world. No one, however, is exempt of the temptation of living offended or being treated poorly by an offended person, since lovelessness will increase. Yes. Jesus warned us that this behavior will increase because of the intensity of issues growing in the world. Jesus said, since rebellion and lawlessness, Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, will increase because of iniquities and sin, natural love and compassion in the world will also decrease. Consider the prophetic season we are in, the timeline we are in, and the powerful end-time words of Jesus in the Gospels. How privileged are we as God's children to be aware and prepared as worldwide offense increases? Let us look at Matthew chapter 24, verse 9 through 11 regarding offense. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. These words might be true in your social media newsfeed or your television report, but also might be affecting you personally. We thus accept that all people will have to deal with offense, betrayal, hatred, and deception in these times. It all depends on where you decide to place yourself in these times. Will you live as an offended, grumpy, negative person? Or will you live dependent upon Christ's love with joy, peace, and be the solutionist for your generation? Got oil? As mentioned in the introduction, wisdom is needed to build something lasting. As we live in the presence of the King, we become more like Him. Jesus' parable of the five wise virgins in Matthew 25 allows us to be prepared, matured, and ready. We can position ourselves according to how the Holy Spirit is corporately guiding and leading the corporate body of believers in history. We see in these last years how the church is growing and getting ready by what the Apostle Paul laid out in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. The gifts of God were given to the body for her equipping, for the work of the ministry, so that we are built up. But this company of anointed believers must unite before we reflect the mature image of Jesus. At that time, speaks about the end times, that time is now. This parable comes after the Matthew 24 description of what will happen at the end of days. Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 through 3, NIV version. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, 
and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The oil represents the abiding presence of Jesus. It is an oil joy Jesus represented while he modeled a spirit-filled life on earth. He has transferred this oil by the Holy Spirit to every believer. It is resident in our spirits. We have the anointing of the Anointed One. We know we have been with Jesus when our joy remains replenished. We do not live in fear, but in faith, ready to meet our Bridegroom at a day and hour that only the Father knows. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. Yet, there is no need for discouragement, anxiety, or fear. He promised to always be with us in our waiting and preparing. The oil of His presence, the oil of joy, is what builds us up and keeps being replenished as we continually seek His face and walk humbly with Him. When Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman at the well in John 4, He spoke of Himself as the living water. It is the inexhaustible essence of His presence that will keep us strong, spiritually hydrated, and loving when everything else is heading towards the grave. It is this joy within that can become depleted, for it is meant to be so full, it is overflowing with His loving presence, and therefore also granting His wisdom to a broken world. Since the disciples of Christ shall be known by this overflowing, life-giving love, John chapter 13, verse 35, submission and obedience to His authority will also increase. Spirit-filled believers will arise and shine, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, like those virgins with their lit lamps. In a darkening world, the light of Christ's love will escalate and shine brightest. The authority over sickness, disease, wickedness, and a curse will disappear as we step into the fullness of His Spirit and use His weapons of overcoming effectively. Our submission and obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit will bring about order in chaos and wisdom solutions in hopelessness. Choosing to make His presence a priority in your life is not only going to grant you the wisdom for living and being discerning of the end times, but it will keep you offense-free in your relationships. It is interesting that Jesus mentioned the virgins in plural, the virgins, and not virgin. We get to do this together. We have no choice but to make sure we are in unity when the bridegroom arrives. In the early Jewish tradition, when a couple were betrothed to one another, the man subjects himself to his father who will observe, counsel, and mentor him over a period. He will be required to get his house ready, his finance, his work ready, so that the bride can be received. Only the father can give permission for the wedding to take place, but to the bride is assigned virgin maids who help her stay ready. The Lord has designed our safety, strength, and the encouragement in numbers and togetherness when the world is dark and there is little courage. Yet, the oil of the presence of Jesus will grant us the wisdom to be swayed or distracted by the needs of those who do not choose the replenishing presence of His love. Choosing the presence of Jesus above the presence of unwise friends takes courage, for it can bring your betrayal, their offense, and persecutory hatred from those you thought had the same focus as you do. Our intimate life with the Lord is going to set us apart in wisdom. 
those who do not choose an intimate relationship with God will be in the camp of the foolish and will remain in the bitterness and delay of offense. If we remain focused on the bridegroom, we will not be distracted by those who have taken offense through their own negligence. We cannot foolishly give our oil away and lose our own salvation. The thief comes first to steal, but he also comes to kill and destroy. The Greek and Aramaic text in the Passion Translation gives a more intense picture of what the enemy comes to do. To be robbed or stolen from is one thing, but the ultimate aim is to kill, which is translated as slaughter. A much more vivid picture of what kind of enemy we are dealing with and what he is attempting to accomplish in our lives and relationships. John chapter 10, verse 10, TPT. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. Everybody is going to hear the midnight cry on that day. Everyone will know when it is the end, whether we are in a state of wisdom or foolishness. Will we be in abundance and overflow, or will we be in need and depleted? Will we be like those faithful priests of the tabernacle who heeded to the command to trim the lamps every day? Will we be willing to be checking our heart lamps each day for His appearing, and live distraction and addiction free? Will we allow our eyes to be taken off the bridegroom by substituting him for temporal relieving aids? Will we be heeding to our impulsivity, the carnal desires and motives of our own lives, and be drawn away by the selfish needs and offense of those around us? Matthew chapter 25, 6-10, NIV At midnight, the cry rang out. Here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. May the door never be shut to us. May we have the wisdom to tell the foolish ones to go and buy their own oil, to go back to Bible school to hear how to get their own relationship with God. Meanwhile, you remain positioned in worship and obedience at the treasure chest of his heart. May you have the wisdom and the offense-free heart to keep your focus and soul replenished in these times when the devil is very aggressively stealing, killing, and destroying. May you buy enough oil from Jesus each day and live and give in his abundance to anticipate his coming and help those around you to do the same. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 9 through 11. New King James Version. Give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate your support, your care. Please spread the news. Stay in touch with us for new episodes and for updates. Subscribe. See you here.